On this episode of Brothers Ballin', we're talking about Donovan Mitchell going to the Nick. No, he went to the Cavs. Mitchell to the Cavs. We got our NFC preview coming up. Brothers Ballin' coming at you. Welcome, welcome, welcome once again, Brothers Ballin' Podcast. We are in season four, episode two. And today we're talking about Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell trade, huge trade in the NBA. What does it mean for the Knicks, for the Cavs? And of course, part two of our NFL preview, we focus on the NFC conference. What can we expect from the NFC? What can we expect? From some of those key players in the NFC. You guys know the deal. Two brothers talking about sports. Brother number one, John, say what's up to the people. How's it going, people? We have a packed show for you today. Um, hope you guys buckle your seats. We got a lot of stuff to cover. It's NFC. Yes. It's rock. And you know who I am, Rob. We are talking uh, NFL. But first, before we get with that, we're talking some NBA, and according to multiple reports, Donovan Mitchell, who everyone expected to get traded to the New York Knicks, has instead been traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, to break mm. down the trade, uh, Cleveland is going to send their rookie, Oche Abaji, a rookie from Kansas. They're also sending uh, point guard Colin Sexton, uh, they are also sending uh, forward Laurie Markkinen, okay? So a starter from last year, Markkinen. And then Colin Sexton, who spent last year uh, injured because of an ACL injury. And then that rookie, Abaji. In addition to that, they get three unprotected first-round picks and two pick swaps. So uh, 2025, 2027, 2029 are the picks. 2026 and 2028 are the swaps. A lot of uh inventory transitioning from cleveland to utah but we want to talk about it from a little bit from a knicks perspective and then talk about it from cleveland so as a resident new york knicks fan john mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on this deal okay so my thoughts you know for the knicks as a knicks fan i was disappointed um but what i realized looking at the trade um i felt that for the return that Utah got, that led me, what I saw was simply uh, Danny Ainge, who's now the general manager over there, you know, for Utah, did not want the Knicks to have Donovan Mitchell. Um, there were reports that, you know, the Knicks had offered Toppin, had offered Grimes, um, three first round picks. R.J. Barrett, which, to, in my opinion, was a better is a better haul um, than what they got, but you know that's not my you know place to say what. But then the last offering was literally R.J. Barrett and six to seven unprotected picks, and um, I was reading stuff 
saying that, you know, it was back and forth, you know, the Knicks were hesitant to go seven. Mm-hmm. Um, they had offered six and then it, um, it got up to seven and that was their last offer. Like that was it. RJ Barrett and seven first round picks. Mm-hmm. Do you want it? And then Utah apparently wanted, I guess, more players. And mm-hmm. then the Knicks are like, what the hell with that? You know, we're just going to go in our direction. And that's that. And so I know uh, I, I, I had some choice words for Stephen A. Smith. Um, he had posted it showing his reaction, talking about that the Knicks organization failed again. And I wanted to let Stephen, Stephen A. Smith know, if he ever listens to the show, that uh, I think management did a great job. You know, they offered what they what they were willing to offer and stood packed on that. Utah didn't take it. So, you know, let's move on to the next plan. Um, we we got to understand that Donovan Mitchell is a 6'3 shooting guard. Mm-hmm. He's undersized. And if you look at his plus minus, like granted, you know, he was on Utah. But if you look at his plus minus, when it comes to the playoffs, it really wasn't that good. Okay, mm-hmm. And so, you know, you know, when you combine his shooting, you know, he, he does turn over the ball, um, you know, in the playoffs quite a bit. Um, and granted, he's had some really great playoff games where he dropped 50. Um, you, uh, you know, you can't forget when, he, when you know, him and uh, the young gentleman from the Denver Nuggets, when they went at it with like 50-piece games. Yeah, Jamal Murray. Yeah, Jamal Murray. So mm-hmm. um, as a resident Knicks fan, you know, yeah, I'm a little disappointed we didn't get him, but I'm not mad at the organization staying packed with what they offered and sticking to their guns and saying, you know, this is it and we move on. Yeah. So um, as far as like Donovan Mitchell and the, and the Knicks go, like, like I said, I, I agree. I heard that there was a deal with Toppin, RJ Barrett and Grimes and three picks and three unprotected picks. I think in terms of quality players that that deal probably would have given them more than, right. uh, than what uh, Cleveland got, but obviously the fact that they can control uh, Cleveland's uh, draft for the next, you know, five or not really for the next five seasons, because the 2023 pick is already like likely to be traded. Um, but the Cleveland Cavaliers, I, I think, you know, if you, if you look at them, you, you try to think, okay, this is a playoff team. Yes. Are they a team that, is likely to not make the playoffs. And then those 2025, 27, 29 picks are, you know, I guess valuable or become lottery picks. I don't know. Um, It's going to be a very interesting trade that you can't really judge based off of picks right now. Player to player, none of the players, of course, are even close to what Donovan Mitchell can give you. Colin Sexton is a scoring guard, but not a real efficient guard. And I don't know whether or not he has a long-term future in Utah. Obaji is probably the player that has the longest staying power. I think he, you know, translates to a good role player, you know, likely a three and D kind of guy, but we have to wait and see. I don't think the Knicks are in a bad situation because the Knicks still have those picks. It's not like you don't make the picks or you don't make the trade for Donovan Mitchell. And then the picks are taken away. We still have a lot of picks. So there's going to be stars that get upset, want to change the scenery, and the Knicks will have an attractive package to, uh, you know, get somebody else. And I think if you're the Knicks, 
Donovan Mitchell, while he's a superstar, is not the player that was going to take you into the upper echelon in the Eastern Conference. Right. Um, you know, so I think, you know, the Knicks not getting him is not the worst thing because, you know, the Knicks need a wing that can, you know, score and score at an elite level. And Mitchell can do that, okay? I don't know if he's able to put a team on his shoulders and carry them all the way through. Um, you know, I look at Cleveland now and I kind of look at their, uh, you know, roster and how that stacks up against other teams out East. And it's going to be interesting because I think Mitchell makes them a definite playoff team. Okay. Mm -hmm. However, however, I don't know if he makes them a top. Does he make them a top four seed? Because the top four seeds get home field, you know, home court advantage. In the first round of playoffs, there's Donovan Mitchell. You got Garland and Mitchell in, in the backcourt. Uh, I guess they'll start Okoro at small, and then you got Mobley and Allen, and then you bring Lavert off the bench because he probably will be the only guy on the bench that can score. Um, does he does that make the Cleveland Cavaliers a top four team in the East? You know, I think that's a bigger right. question. The Knicks. I think we'll be fine. I don't think that, oh, you know, they blew it. I don't agree with that. Like, they have a team that can compete for a playoff spot. I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team the Knicks this year. I think Cleveland definitely will be. But I wonder if it takes them into a top four seed in the East. I don't think they're right. better than Boston. Okay, they're not better than Boston. Now, Boston did lose Gallinari uh, for the season. Um, oh, so, yeah, so, so, so he's out. They'll probably need somebody off, off the bench to score. Uh, it definitely does not make them better than Milwaukee. Um, I don't know if they're better than Philly. I don't think they're better than Philly. I don't think they're better than Brooklyn. Those are probably better than the Heat. Yeah, I think the Heat, it'll be hard for them, you know, against the Heat. That'll be, you know, a tough game because both those teams, I think, are going to be pretty good defensive teams. But I, you know, then it's like, okay, you got the Bulls. Right. You know, you know, it's difficult. Like Cleveland, remember, Cleveland did not make the post the postseason last year. Even though they had uh they were in good position towards the end of the season, they were the eight seed, lost to the to the Brooklyn Nets, and then lost to Atlanta. And you ask Atlanta and uh right. Cleveland. <laughs> but the end of the and year you gotta forget Atlanta, Atlanta has a good team. Yeah, Atlanta has has you know has a good team. Does that you know, is that a team that they can overtake? So, you know, Donovan Mitchell, I think, is a player that makes your team better. He isn't the seismic shift that a player like a Kevin Durant, a player, you know, I, I mean, you're talking about guys who are bigger, like Giannis and, you know, guys, you know, guys like that. But in terms of small guards, he's one of the better ones. Um, we'll see how it works out, but I don't know if Cleveland – which gave up a lot. They gave up the entire draft for a while. And basically, like we were talking about, you know, brief conversations, you know, because sometimes we do talk off, uh, you know, off camera, off the show. They don't have a bench, right. you know? So it's going to be very interesting to see how that, uh, ha you know, how, how that takes place throughout the season. What are your thoughts on Cleveland as a contender in, in the East? So the thing is, you know, looking at Cleveland, this shift doesn't, in my opinion, like like I see them at best still being a six seed mm -hmm. at their at their peak. I can pick multiple teams that I feel 
would be better than them. Yeah. Um, and that made better trades. Like I look at the Hawks, I think the Hawks top to bottom, the Hawks are about nine players deep in mm-hmm. terms of guys, like even though they, they don't have Gallinari any longer, that's not a big deal. They, they have, the Hawks are showing you that you got to learn how to draft well. And they've drafted very well in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think Hunter, Hunter, DeAndre Hunter this year is going to have a much bigger role, better impact. Uh, you know, getting Murray, DeAndre Murray, Murray and um, Trey Young in the backcourt is going to be, um, it's going to be a deadly backcourt. Yeah. I can tell you that that's going to be a problem um, mm-hmm. as a backcourt. And even if they take Trey Young off and go with the other guys, because of Murray's length and skill set, we're going to see, you know, because, you know, Murray played, played, played for San Antonio. You didn't get, you didn't get a chance to see a lot of San Antonio games, but you're yeah. about to see how, 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 how great Murray is. And, and, and to me, it, 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 as a Knicks fan, if you were to tell me which, which move am I more disappointed in? I'm more disappointed that we didn't get Murray than getting, okay. than getting, um, uh donovan mitchell so so murray you know, to you is is the more attractive right player. because the thing is that i feel that the knicks need a a true point guard and and looking at what elena gave up to get him mm-hmm. i felt that that was a better play to tie a murray with a um having derrick rose come back from injury you know as a you know a backup but you know great leadership i think i think rose is a really good guy to learn from learn you know the mistakes he made but learn also about the successes that he's had Mm. in his career Uh um and i think murray murray could have fed off of that but having murray um you know having murray barrett and if we had to still stick with with randall Uh um i think is a really good uh three-headed monster um, I've been watching, I've been following Randall and seeing um, how he's, he has been working this offseason in terms of changing his game from that bully ball style, which mm-hmm. people figured out to a more finesse game. Yeah. So, you know, I want to wait and see how that translates during the season when, when the NBA season comes back, but we'll talk about that when NBA time is around. Yeah, we got plenty of time in terms of like the there's plenty of fodder or, you know, topics to touch on. You talk about the NBA. We may have to yes. make that, make that two, make that two or three shows. Cause that's going to be a uh, very, very interesting, uh, you know, preview, you know, this season. Cause you know, there's some things that have changed in terms of team dynamics. I don't think a team oh, yeah. has, a, it, I, I don't think a team has emerged that was not a contender last year that will be contender this year. But I think dynamics, um, you're starting to look and see like a picture that's forming that may last like the next two or three seasons, you know, when it comes to uh, the power shift in the NBA. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. So uh, you want to take a break before we start our NFC preview? Let's take a break. All right. Let's take a short break. And we'll be right back uh, with our NFC preview. All right, we are back with the NFC preview, and we're going to talk about, of course, the NFC conference. Uh, if you want to hear our preview on the AFC, uh, just uh, listen to last week's episode where we talked about what we expect to happen in the AFC. 
So first question for the NFC, John, which is the best team in the NFC? In your opinion, which is the best team in the NFC? Well, for me, the best team in the NFC is going to be, in my humble opinion, is going to be the Rams. Um, I mm-hmm. feel the Rams top to bottom, even though, you know, they lost some guys. I, I, um, I as you all well know, I'm a big fan of their running back, Cam Akers. I think they have a good one-two punch at running mm-hmm. back. Sean McVay's offense, how it flows is, um, you know, amazing. He has a stud quarterback that we all believed that Matthew Stafford was a stud. He just needed to get out of Detroit and he showed you, he showed you the difference as, as, mm-hmm. as and to me, him winning last year, in my opinion, solidifies him as a Hall of Famer. Um, Matt, Matt, you talking about Matthew Stafford? Matthew Stafford. I think him winning the Super Bowl is going to, uh, uh, is going to get him in the Hall of Fame. Like that so right like, there. Uh, so if Derek Carr wins the Super Bowl in the next couple of years, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I I would say I would say yes. I think I, to me, like you you know, I went back when we had our conversation about Derek Carr, the Gannett and you have a legitimate. You got a slight argument, but the thing is, when it comes to playoffs, some of that, that there's not much on the resume. There's not much on okay. the resume. Yeah, um, definitely. Right now, if you talk, right. talk about, you know, the, I don't think he's won a playoff game. Right. You know, so, yeah. you know, we got to, there's a lot to kind of take into account. Right. Talk about, uh, and to me, Bob. and to me, you got to have postseason, you got to have some postseason yeah. success in order to be a, be all of Amber. Um, but, you know, I say all that to say, um, I believe in the NFC, the team that is going to come out on top is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. Los Angeles Rams. Now, I picked the Rams too, okay? Because I think potentially this team may be better than last year's squad. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, last year's squad won the Super Bowl. But now you replace Odell Beckham Jr. with Allen Robinson, okay? Who's, you know, o- Odell has, you know, Big playability, not to the extent that he had it when he was with the Giants. Okay, those were, I think, his best seasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, he's a consistent receiver and can really wreck your team. If, you know, like teams do, they will focus a lot of their attention on Cooper Cup. Okay. Allen Robinson is, I think, a terrific receiver, a terrific number two. He was a, he was a solid number one, but right. the Bears offense just wasn't really – um, productive enough. They didn't have the quarterback play that allowed him to take advantage of, you know, matchups the way I think Matthew Stafford will allow him to really make big plays. With he the may have a thousand yard season this season. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah. so. I think you'll have Cooper Cup and uh, Allen Robinson. Oh, listen, with about a thousand yards. Cooper season. Cup, you could almost say is, a, is, is basically a lock for a thousand yards. Like his. Yeah, he's. He's I an amazing route runner. I just, yes. Want, yes. I just want Cooper Cup to stay healthy. That's it. I just want him to stay healthy. I want Allen Robinson to stay healthy. This is the best, I think. The in terms of like offensive capability, explosive capability, this may be the number one, the number one offense. Now, take a look at Arizona and the suspension for DeAndre Hopkins is going to take up some time, but this may be the most explosive in terms of offensive firepower that you have in the NFL. 
um, definitely in the uh, NFC. So then you look at the defense. They added Bobby Wagner. I think if Bobby Wagner gives them one season of really good productivity, I think that's going to be it. You know, guys like that. Um, who Bobby's he, still a good player. Still, yeah, Bob, Bobby's still good, but he's not, you know, obviously not the same yeah. Bobby Wagner that he was before. But he's an upgrade over, over what they had in terms of a you know, middle linebacker, his instincts, intelligence, tackling ability. Bobby Wagner, I think, is going to be fantastic. They have the best corner in Jalen Ramsey. You have the best defensive lineman in uh, Aaron Donald, as long as he's not swinging, swinging helmets. Right. I think, you know, that's The NFL hasn't dropped the suspension on him, have they? No, they're not going to suspend him because it was practice. Right. And, I, and, and me personally, I don't think that should matter if it's practice or not. Like, you can't swing helmets. There's certain things that you can do. Football is a game that allows you to do a lot of violent things. You can grab God by the face mask, throw him on the floor. Right. You may get a penalty, but you don't, you, you know, you, you, don't, you don't get ejected. I you agree. can chuck guys, chuck guys should, in the chest. He should be suspended the game. Yeah, like that's ridiculous. As big as you are, you don't need a helmet. Right. What you need a helmet to get somebody for? Just grab him and you can literally grab and throw just about anybody in the NFL as strong as he is. Why are you swinging helmets? I think that's ridiculous. He should have, I think he, he should have got suspended. I don't care that it happened during practice. Because if that was on the street, he would have been arrested. That's assault. Right. You can't grab a helmet and swing at, you know, another another guy. It's just not what you are, you know, what you should do as a player. So I think it's extremely important that, you know, he stays focused. But for me, the Rams are the best uh, roster mm-hmm. and the best team in the uh, NFC. The, the best team in, in the NFC. So let me ask you, what non-playoff team, okay, from last year? Now, remember, the Cowboys made the playoffs, the Eagles made, made the playoffs, the Bucks made the playoffs, the Seahawks, Ram, sorry, not Seahawks, the Cardinals, Rams, and Niners made the playoffs. Then, of course, the Packers made, made the playoffs. Which team that did not make the playoffs last year you believe will make the playoffs this season? So, so this question was hard for me. I I I kind of feel that the same teams who made it last year are probably going to make it again. But if I were to pick a team, um, I would have to say it's going to be possibly the Saints. The Saints would be my pick to make it. Um, a because. Um, I just think, you know, um, they're starting with Jameis Winston. I know he has a lot to prove. Um, they're getting their pieces back. They still have Alvin Kamara. And their defense is still a very good defense, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would say more than likely, um, I personally feel the same teams that made it last year are going to find a way back. Um, wow. So the Saints, the Saints don't make it, in your, in your opinion? Well, so... I feel of any of the non, the question was non-playoff teams, I think they're the ones no, that have the yeah, best chance. Yeah, 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 okay. So you said non-playoff teams, that they'll make it, but likely you, you're seeing that the same teams make it. Right, okay. personally. Uh, but I would pick I, the Saints. Like, yeah, I, I mean, you can you can make an argument for, for Minnesota. I think Minnesota's roster is pretty good, pretty good depth at, at uh, receiver. Uh, but, yeah, the Saints to me are the obvious pick. If Jameis Winston is healthy and is solid, Okay. Right. Doesn't turn the ball over like like he did a couple of years ago um, with Tampa. 
New Orleans is, I think, the pick to make the postseason. Look at their receiving core. Mike Thomas, I know he's been out yeah, he's know, back. for a year. He's back. Yeah, he's back. Jarvis Landry, okay, mm-hmm. from, from Cleveland. Your third receiver is Chris Olave, the rookie from Ohio State. And Ohio State's been banging out some really good receivers. Okay. Yes. They've put out some good receivers. Okay. At least on, on the college level, they had, I know, I know they have a couple this year in terms of uh, really, really good receivers. Okay. Yeah, so they got a couple playmakers um, that we're going to see. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, they're going to have a couple of, yeah, some potential first round picks playing for Ohio State now. Um, you know, they have a solid offensive line, I think, you know, which, you know, is, is really good, but it's Jameis Winston. Does Jameis Winston have enough or is he good enough of a quarterback? To take a good roster, because this is a good offensive roster. Right. I mean, I talked about the the run the receivers. Alvin Kamara is one of the better running backs. You know, very good, uh, multifaceted weapon. Mark Ingram is is you know towards the end of his career, so he's not as uh, potent a weapon as Kamara, of course. And what's funny is that he's not really that old. It's just that his body is just. Yeah, I mean, he plays a bruising kind of style, so those guys don't, don't tend to last long. Yeah, um, you playing that kind of style. It's in a cap um, out seven, seven, eight years. Yeah, which is like most running backs, you know, seven, eight years is because you get hit so often. Receivers can last longer because even though they may get hit, they don't get hit as often as running backs. Um, so I mean, I like I like what they've done with their um, you know safeties with Marcus May and and Honey Badger. Marshawn Lattimore is one of the better running, you know, sorry, uh, corners in the NFL. <laughs> I know you mentioned Lattimore, but Lattimore, he gets on my nerves because he, he talks so much crap. Yes. I mean, that's what I think you have yeah. to. I mean, Jalen Ramsey one of the better, is the best, but he talks like that. You've got to have that kind of bravado when All it right. comes to corner. Because think about it. You, you're matched up with some of the best athletes in the world having to stop them over like 30 or 40 yards. Okay. Imagine being lined up with a you know, receiver like DeAndre Hopkins, okay? And you got to stick stick with him for like 30 yards. He's running a post route. And you got to say, well, you better have some bravado. You better have some, you know, kickback in you in order to really be able to, to do that. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens um, with the Saints. But I would say, yeah, the Saints are the team that made the playoffs last year that um, didn't, sorry, did not make the playoffs last year that did that are likely to make it this year. So on the flip side, which team that made the playoffs last year is not likely to make the playoffs this year? Um, so, so again, I had a tough time with this question because I think that the same teams that made it are going to make it back. But if mm-hmm. I were to pick a team to not make it, it would be the Cardinals um, because mm. of they're, they're not going to have Hopkins for, I think, what, the first six games? First six games, yep. Yeah, yeah first, first six, six games of the season. And I think that that's crucial because six games is, in my opinion, a third of your season, right? It's yeah. A third, it's, no, a third no. It's a third It's not in your opinion. <laughs> it's yes. legitimately right. a third of your season. It's a third of your season. And so that could be – that could spell trouble. Now, the thing is – here's the thing. I like Murray. Um, my only concern – with Murray and 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 I'll continue to say this is his height. The guy is five yeah. seven, um, and the guy the guy has to run like ten yards back just to get a good view of who he has to throw the ball to. 
And and mm-hmm. and listen, I, I did not like what they had in his contract, his study, but that but that was an indictment on him that the organization exposed. The organization embarrassed mm-hmm. him by saying, yeah. "You don't really study." And so, all of a sudden, because of the backlash, they ended up going back and taking it out. Yeah, of the contract. But what it exposed to me is that he does not take his his um, game seriously because because another thing that I've that I've learned about him, he's really big into esports too. And so yeah. basically, what they're saying is, to me, the message, the underlying message to me is, you better focus on football because I, because I think it. If he wholeheartedly puts himself in football, the guy can throw the ball. We know yeah. we know he can throw. We know he has very good accuracy. We know he is very nimble on his feet. But I really mm-hmm. think if he focuses on the game of football and plays it as his primary thing and not allow the esports thing, because because I didn't realize he, not only is, is he in an esports league, he plays in yeah. an esports league. He like has ownership of a esports uh, league. So. I understand your endeavors outside of the game, but you got a job to do, do it. But, I, but, but, but I feel they would be the ones because of losing Hopkins for, for a third of the season. Okay. Yeah. So Arizona is a team that you think would likely get mm-hmm. a bunch out. I differ. Right. I got a feeling. I, I, I got a feeling. I think I know where you're going to go. Where, where do you think I'm going to go? You're gonna to go to one of the NFC East teams. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> you, you, you already know. You already know. And so, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about okay, which team, okay, is good on paper, but is probably not likely to get it, take advantage of everything that they had. Okay, and I landed on the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, no, I landed. On I know the you would. I know you will. I know you would. Okay. I like Miles Sanders. I think he's a good running back. Good, not great. Uh, Jalen mm-hmm. Hurts is good. Good, not great. Average, average, good. Average, good. Okay. Not great. Okay. AJ Brown is great. I think AJ Brown is oh, yes. fantastic. I think, I think Devontae Smith is solid. I think Quez Watkins um, is, is really good uh, for his role. So he's a speed guy. Zach Pascal is a is, is a good receiver. I think Dallas Goddard is one of the better uh, tight ends. I mm-hmm. just don't. I listen. Fletcher Cox. Uh, let's talk about the defense. Their defense. Yeah, yeah. Despite Fletcher Cox, Fletcher Cox, the defense is good. Know, Fletcher Cox is old. Graham. Graham I think that. Uh, and the question all circles around uh, Jalen Hurts. I don't think that he's the quarterback that is going to take them to the playoffs. I think they just got in the playoffs last year. They played in a sorry division. I think the division's not, not going to be any good, really that much, uh, or really much better this year. I'm talking about the NFC East. Mm-hmm. And I think Dallas is taking – they haven't taken a step forward. So if you're in the NFL, if you haven't taken a step forward, I think you think you're taking a step back. Okay. That's um, fair. You know, but I think even with that being said, I think Dallas is going to make the playoffs. I think the Eagles are going to not – I really don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think that they'll be a team that finishes over 500, but they will not make the playoffs. Okay? okay. They start out They start out with, I think, a very, a very favorable schedule. Like, a matter of fact, they will probably start the season off pretty hot. Give okay? us – They're going you, to play uh, – do you, do you have their, do you have their yeah, first four? Yeah, I'm going to go – yep, yep. 
so they start the season against Detroit. That should be a win. That should be that. That definitely should be a win. Minnesota is their first home game of, of the season. That's a Monday night game. That should That's be going to be difficult. That's going to be a difficult game. Minnesota, I think, is going to be a better team this year. Okay, but yeah, possible win. Okay, then you play Washington. That, that should be a win. That should be a win. They don't have any quarterbacks. Jacksonville, that should be a win. Um, Arizona, and then Dallas. Okay, then they go on a bye. They play Pittsburgh. Houston, Washington, the Colts, the Packers, the Titans, the Giants, Bears, Dallas, the Saints, and then the Giants to end the season. They have a pretty, I think, solid schedule. Okay, I think they can easily get 10, probably even 11 wins out of that schedule. I just don't think that they will. And I think it's going to be because of Jalen Hurts. I don't trust him as, as a starting quarterback. There's a lot of miles to feed now on, on this um, offense. You got Devontae Smith, who had a real, real good rookie season last year. AJ Brown is their number one. Dallas Goddard. I think that their defense is good, but their defensive line is old. I think um, teams will take advantage of a lot of, the, of, of them on defense. They're going to be a good team. They're going to be tough to beat, but I think I just don't feel Philly is going to make the playoffs. I think Dallas is going to edge them out and they'll make the playoffs and Philly will not. And that's the spot that the Saints are, I think, are going to take. Okay. So, so you feel, so looking at the landscape of the NFC, you feel mm-hmm. that, because in my opinion, Philly is better. And the only reason why I had a hard time uh, voting against them is I'm like, as average as Jalen Hurts is, mm-hmm. he has been given a better roster this year to play with than most this is a top 10 i think it's a top 10 roster yes yes it's a top 10 roster but we we have talked about this even i think the nfl should give us our props because i believe that when we started this this podcast we have talked about the secret sauce of winning despite having all that talent is you need a very good quarterback Mm-hmm. You you need a quality quarterback, and the thing is, mm-hmm. if your quarterback is not a top ten quarterback in the league, and we and we have and we have preached this f- since the beginning, we have preached that doesn't matter how much talent you have, if you don't have a top ten or you can say a top twelve quarterback in the league, you're not going anywhere. Yeah, you're not going anywhere, and so you know I feel that Jalen Hurts is in the. If I was ranking, and, and, and maybe we might do this because um, we've done it in the past, like rank the quarterbacks. Yeah, from 32. yeah we are. Yeah, yeah that's that's uh, coming up. We're going to be yeah. ranking the quarterbacks. But if, if I'm ranking Jalen Hurts, I, I got him, you know, listen, Jalen, if you listen to the show, no disrespect, but I'm going to have to disrespect you. I got I got him like in the 15 to 18 range in terms, yeah, of, I just, in terms of quarterbacks. I just don't know. I just right. don't think, you know, because they made the playoffs last year. I just think that teams are going to be a lot better um, this year, and the Eagles are not going to going to make the playoffs. I think I really think the Eagles okay. will not make That's, the playoffs. Listen. And listen, I I could be wrong, but right. I just don't think. And it's circles around Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay, can he make throws in key moments in the game? Because you looked at you read the schedule. A lot of those games maybe seem easy now, but that's the thing about the NFL. What well, seems easy in September, sometimes 
proves to be extremely difficult come November and, and December. Right. So agreed. Yeah. And All right. The last thing I want to say about it is, hey, listen, Jalen, um, you and Tua, you guys are on the clock. You guys are on the clock this season. Like if you, it, 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 if the season does not go well for those two guys in the NFL, their teams will have new quarterbacks starting next season. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. Um, so moving along, let's talk a little bit about a team we haven't touched on yet. And that's the Green Bay Packers. Oh, yes. We got to talk about that. Uh, with their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Mr. S- uh, Psychedelic Drugs. Um, <laughs> the question that you know we a- have actually, is, Actually, real quick, before you dive into the question, do you think the NFL should find him for, for those statements? He's just, I mean, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is. He's come across, I think, I don't know, he's come a little weird. Just a little weird these last couple of seasons. Like his aggressive, this kind of passive aggressive stance with the Packers, the, the drugs. He's just the immunization comment. Like uh, he's just been just weird. Um, so the question on Aaron Rodgers is uh, Is Aaron Rodgers, the NFC quarterback, under the most pressure to win this year? Do you feel he's the quarterback under the most pressure to win? Yes. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm going to say emphatically yes. And the reason mm-hmm. why I say yes is strictly because of this. The, despite his, you know, greatness during the season, there were a, a lot of other storylines that I think covered, mm-hmm. that covered the glaring issue with Aaron Rodgers. I believe now, because the because now we can we, we can say that the AFC is going to be the best conference this year. There's, mm-hmm. there's going to be at least ten to twelve teams that are going to mm-hmm. be competing for playoff playoffs, which means that the NFC because they play NFC teams, the the records of the NFC teams that we saw from last year may drop this year because mm-hmm. of the competition that they're playing. So because Again, those wins for all these teams that are competing in the AFC have to come from somewhere. They'll come from their yeah. own division and they'll come from beating teams in the NFC. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, but despite all that, um, when you look at their roster, the Green Bay Packers' defense has been um, early on has been ranked very high. Even though mm-hmm. they lost Devontae Adams, they might use the excuse, well, we lost the best receiver in football. But you have talent. You and yeah. Aaron Rodgers, the microscope is going to be even bigger on him because there's mm-hmm. there are people in the league who have this and, 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 and I think this is the reason why they're gonna feel that Aaron Rodgers did his boy Devontae Adams wrong. Like made it like made it seem okay that he was indispensable. He took the big extension, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, he took that big extension. You're Aaron Rodgers, right? You just made you just made this organization do what it needed to do to keep you after they drafted your replacement. They bended over mm-hmm. backwards. And I and I guarantee you, I guarantee you Devontae Adams is sitting back and like, you're Aaron Rodgers. You mean to tell me you couldn't talk to management for them to give me the money that I want? I'll go to I'll go well, to Well, Aaron Rodgers took it. Right. He got that massive extension. So where's the money to Devontae Adams right. gonna come from? And the thing is, you know, and, 
And right. Aaron took all that money. And the thing is, if Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, and, and, and this is going to be the glaring thing, the more and more I we see Aaron Rodgers, the more and more you see the what I would call the covering of of reporting on him is going to come mm-hmm. off. He's coming off to be like a real big a hole. Because I'm like, he could have structured that Ooh, contract. Think, yeah. Because Rodgers, that's kind of what he. That contract like. could have been structured in a way where they'd be able to afford Devontae Adams. Like the same yeah. way that, the same way the Dallas Cowboys gave um, that big contract to Prescott and they front-loaded $75 million, um, to give them flexibility. Um, mm-hmm. so, so we all know that the, the, the Packers could have done that. Could have done something similar. Mm-hmm. Um to avoid a lot of the tax penalties that they could have, that they could avoid it. So, yeah. you know, to me, I think the media right now is mad at him. And I think the media is going to put the pressure on Aaron Rodgers to perform. And so yeah. I feel that that's what's going to happen. He's going to have the most pressure because to me, Tom Brady coming back, I don't think this, you know, you know, Tom Brady puts the pressure of he wants one more championship. But I think even if he does it um, with another championship, I don't think the scrutiny would be that high for, for Tom. Mm-hmm. I think all eyes are on Aaron. You you want to be the man? Now you're the man, right? You don't have your security blanket, Devontae Adams, anymore. You need to yep. do it. And I think he has caused the pressure to truly be on him. With a lot of yeah, and, and you know, because one, they don't have that really good uh, depth when it comes to receiver. You got a lot of unproven guys that they are marching out there, hoping that they can be big time players. I think, you know, there's pressure on Aaron Rodgers. I think there's more pressure on Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts will be could be potentially be out of a job if, if he doesn't perform. Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. Right. Okay. Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. Um, so, and then you think about it, it's almost a built-in excuse. They don't have the receivers. Minnesota has a better receiving core. Minnesota they do. has a better Minnesota has a better running back. I think in Dalvin Cook, and Aaron Jones, that may, you know, change by the end of the season. Um, you know, Minnesota has really good players on their defensive. Uh, line, I don't know. They, they they definitely don't have the secondary that Green Bay does. Right, but um, like you know, Green, Bay, Green Bay has a uh, probably a top ten uh, corner. Yeah, the secondary. You talking about yeah. Jair Alexander, yeah. one Jair of the better corners. Adrian Amos is a really good safety. Uh, I think Green Bay is not. I, I don't see them as you know. Last year they were one of the favorites. They got upset in there. Only uh, playoff game by San Francisco. I don't think Green Bay is that really good of a team um, that is going. They could potentially win the NFC North. I think. I think you know having Rodgers will help you towards win the NFC North. But I see them as less of a threat this year than they were last year, and I think they're going to get bounced. Um, you know, in in the first round, just like they they have been, you know, for years. Um, so Aaron Rodgers has pressure, but as I mentioned earlier, Jalen Hurts has a really good roster and could potentially be out of a job next year if he doesn't perform um, with the Eagles. So I would say it's Jalen Hurts, but Aaron Rodgers does have pressure on him. Uh, right. How about 
the Saints, we talked about the Saints briefly. Are they a legitimate threat in the NFC? You tend to believe that they're not. Well, I'm not saying, um, that, I'm not saying that they're not. There's a couple of things that I feel have to happen. Um, I just feel the roster that the Buccaneers have, even though Tom is going to be exposed a little bit because his offensive line is a little shaky. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the Saints, in my opinion, can beat the Buccaneers because they just have – they play a style of defense – accustomed to like they have and I, I believe they have the personnel and the blueprint to beat the Buccaneers mm-hmm. because of the style of how they blitz right mm-hmm. we, we the greatness of Tom Tom Brady in my you know I don't think only in my opinion you can say that he is the GOAT of all quarterbacks all quarterbacks mm-hmm. a, a six round player he was a six-round pick. But when you look at, you know, the GOAT of quarterbacks, you could argue and say he is the GOAT of all quarterbacks because, mm-hmm. you know, he has – he didn't have the strongest arm, but the desire to win, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is stronger than any other quarterback in the history of the game, in my opinion. His will to mm-hmm. win, right? Find a way to win, whether he cheated or whether he did not <laughs> Finding a way to win, right? Um, yeah. But with that said, um, I do feel the Saints will be better. Um, mm-hmm. I have questions. Here's the thing: I don't have a question about um, Jameis in terms of getting his receivers touches. My concern with Jameis is turnovers, and I and and I'm a firm believer. I don't care how great your defense is, but when mm-hmm. you turn the ball over, it hurts. And that was the issue yeah. with. And that was the issue with the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers roster was great. What yep. hurt the Buccaneers was his turnovers. When you have yeah. 30 interceptions and an additional 10 or 15 fumbles, that is mm-hmm. demoralizing to your squad. And that is my concern. Um, now, you, you know, if, if we had a threat meter up, I, you, you know, here's the thing. If Jameis... If Jameis can cut down his turnovers to half, mm-hmm. right, of what he did his last full season at quarterback, right? If yeah, he can go uh-huh. from 30 interceptions to 15, I would say that they are a huge threat. Because I would say 15, defense, I was, I was, I would say 15 is, is, is high. That's a, a well, lot 15 of is high. But, but, Rob, think about it. His team went seven and nine with him throwing 30 interceptions. Yeah, the roster was good enough. He just was terrible. Right, he was terrible. I, and I think I think that's what is going to keep them from being a legitimate threat in, in, in the East. I mean, right. sorry, in the NFC. Right, but the thing is, to me, you know, I'm not asking him to throw 15 interceptions, but I think with mm-hmm. how their defense is set up, and here's the thing, their defense is going to be this good, I think, for maybe one more year after this. After that, it's mm-hmm. going to be they, – they won't be able to pay everybody. It, 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 it's just to be impossible to pay everybody, but yeah. um, I feel with the way they play defense and the weapons they have in offense, you know, you talk about uh, um, Alave, um, the new receiver they got, they got threats. And the thing is, they got him as insurance if after this season Michael Thomas goes out. But let's but let's not sleep on Michael Thomas. When Michael Thomas is fully healthy, he is a dangerous receiver. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, do I think he's a little, he's a shell of himself? Yeah, but I think 
with the weaponry they have. They have Kamara. Um, you know, they have Thunder and Lightning on in the backfield. Um, they have um, a very good receiving core. They have a very good defense. It's all on Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston can play because we because we know he can throw for four thousand yards. He's done it plenty of times before. He's thrown for a ton of touchdowns. We just need him to turn down the turnovers. If he can do that, then I would say that they're that they're a are a a, a big threat to win a division. Yeah, I, I think they're a potential threat, and it's really going to be all on Jameis because just like the Eagles, the Saints do have a really good roster, and they have to. Uh, you know, the quarterbacks have to perform. And I don't know if James, I think I have more confidence in Jameis than I do in Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, so we'll see what transpires uh, with those. But I don't see the Saints as like the team that's going to be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, but they do have potential and I think they will make the playoffs. Um, so we're going to talk about last question and the NFC East. Okay. They had not won a playoff game since 2018 mm-hmm. um, as a, as a division. Okay. Either, either one of those teams, 2018, they went, when they won the last playoff game, quick answer. Do you think they win a playoff game this year? There's a possibility. Um, I just, I say I just, no, but you, you okay. Go okay. I say there's a possibility. I think if any team's going to get that win, it's going to be Dallas. Uh, listen, mm-hmm. Dallas, despite what they lost, Dallas has a good offense and their defense, yep. they have a opportunistic defense and they have a rookie who was ranked 16th last year. Well, he was a rookie last year. He was ranked 16th in the top 100 in Michael Parsons. Yeah, but I don't even put any. Okay. You know, it's not credibility. They rated anything. They, they rated like what Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady. They rated, I think, yeah. a number of guys too low. They rated uh, Kyler Murray over Russell Wilson. Like I don't, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. yeah. We could we could debate that list, you know. Yeah, we could debate that list. Yeah, we could debate that list. You know, all day. Uh, um, in the shameless plug in our Facebook group, <laughs> we can, yeah we could argue that list there. But um, I just feel, um. If any team's going to get a win, it's going to be Dallas. I like their defense. And that rookie that they drafted who's been playing well, um, they're just, you know, they get turnovers. They 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 get their hands on the ball. But their front four is going to be solid um, because Michael Parsons, to me, he's a wrecking ball. He's a wrecking ball. Yeah. Yeah, they and, have a, uh, definitely a playmaker on the defensive right. end in Parsons. Right, and so, and I think that uh, C.D. Lamb, who I I fell in love with, you know, back in college, I feel is going to have a, a superb year. They could be the team. They could be the team if they end up playing a Arizona, possible New Orleans, if New Orleans were to make the playoffs, I think that the, the Cowboys could beat them. Yeah, Cowboys, I think, has potential, but I don't think NFC East is going to produce a win okay. uh, this year. All right, so lastly, our picks for the, you know, the way the divisions are going to stack up in the NFC. Uh-huh. Uh, we will have those picks, and then we'll, of course, our predictions on the Rams and the Bills season opener on All right, Thursday. let's do it. Uh, so I'll go first with the NFC East. Mm-hmm. I had the Cowboys winning the division, the Eagles uh, winning uh, – Settling in second place, Giants, and then the Commanders, Washington Commanders, as the last team in the NFC East. 
Okay. Uh, how do you see the the, the East? Um, the East, I got Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Commanders. That's how I got it. Okay. So same same thing. And I had the Cowboys making the playoffs from that division. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the NFC North, I have the Packers, I have the Vikings, Bears, and Lions. That is what I have for the NFC North. What um, are your uh, mine? I have Packers, Bears, Vikings, oh, wow. Lions. I got oh, this. Wow. I think the Bears are going to surprise some people this okay. year. I love what I see um, from our quarterback, and um, I'm seeing his progression uh, in Justin Fields. Um, I'm about to place my order for his jersey, uh, but I okay. got I got the I got the Bears second place. Um, I have them having a, a very promising season, but of course not making the playoffs. Okay. Uh, how how about the NFC South? How, how do you have that stacking up? Okay, so the South, I have it like this. I have, and we do live in Atlanta. Sorry, folks, but this is my order. I got the Buccaneers, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Falcons dead last. Yeah, I had I had that same list, same order, Bucks, Saints. Panthers, Falcons with the Bucks and the Saints making the postseason. Okay. Uh, and then lastly, NFC the West. West. What does it look like for you? Listen, the West is going to be rough. Uh, but I got, of course, the Rams, number one, 49ers, number two, Cardinals, number three, Seahawks, dead last. And I have potentially Rams, 49ers, and Cardinals making the playoffs. Okay. I have the Rams, I have the Cardinals, and I have the Niners. The oh. Seahawks, I think, the, the Seahawks are, I think, the worst team in the NFL. Yes. Um, Cardinals will make the playoffs. I don't think the Niners will make the playoffs. I don't think they will. I don't think San Francisco makes the playoffs. And that is my big take from, from this year. Why? I am Trey not, Lance? I, I am not excited. Could... I am not excited about uh, Trey Lance, how, that tra- how he translates over a 17-game season. I think San Francisco is like will not make the postseason. I don't feel as strongly about them not making it as I feel about the Eagles. I just think that San Fran will not make the playoffs. Mm. I think San Francisco that's, will not make the playoffs. This okay, year. that's a that's a debate question we should bring up maybe yes. next week. But um, I yeah, don't. Know. I mean, we can bring it up. Yeah, we can bring it up soon. Are the are the San Francisco 49ers a playoff team this season? I don't think I don't think yeah. they're going to. I feel I feel they are because they built the right type of players around a guy like Trey Lance. Trey Lance has, yeah. has, has a strong arm and I understand yeah, he didn't get I, a lot of reps, but he is mm-hmm. he is being coached by one of the masterminds. Yes, um, I feel stronger. I feel stronger that the Eagles won't make it, but I think the Niners are likely not to uh, make the playoffs. OK. All right, lastly, before we uh, say adieu for the week, Rams, Bills, what do you have? Well, uh, you, you know that's my Super Bowl preview, uh, and I'm happy to get it the first game of the season. I got the Bills winning. Um, mm-hmm. I got I got the Bills winning because I feel that usually the teams that win the Super Bowl the year prior, that first game of the season is, is a little shell shock game for them. So I feel that the Bills will win. The Bills will win that game. Uh, My score, is it okay if I give you a score? Yeah, I'll I'll give you a score. 38-34. 
Shootout. Okay. Um, I have 31-21 Rams. I think the Rams offense is going to be one of the better offenses in the NFL. I think the Rams defense is going to pressure the pocket and cause some mistakes from Josh Allen. I think the Rams are going to – I think the Rams are going to repeat as Super Bowl champions. That's how, I, that's how strongly I feel about them. Barring injury to one of their, their, their key you know, position players, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl again. Okay, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl again. Um, and I think the Rams are going to start that off by showing the world there's no hangover in year two. 31-21 Rams over the Bills. You think, you think the Rams off defense can hold the Buffalo Bills offense to 21 points? Absolutely they can. With Josh with Josh Allen at quarterback. I bet. So so, you, so Buffalo you know how score, strong, you know so how strong I feel. Yes, is, is gonna score 35, 35 points point. a game. No, no, points no, per no, game. I, I think they yes. I, I, I think that they can. Well, they're not doing it on Thursday. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I beg to differ, bro. Buffalo is losing uh, on Thursday. Rams 31, Bills 21. All right. All right, guys, if you like what you've heard, want to, you know, get into some discourse, hit us up on Facebook group, Brothers Ball and Sports. We have a Facebook group. Um, We're accepting invitations. We just had a a new member uh, join, what was that, yesterday? Mm -hmm. Uh, So... So we have a new invitation. Listen, just come in. We talk about sports. We talk about, you know, throw questions out, see how, you know, things are. But uh, Brothers Ballin' Sports at Facebook, Instagram at Brothers Ballin' Podcast. We got to kick that back up, start being more active on the, on the Instagram. And then, of course, via email, uh, Blood Brothers Ballin', B-A-L-L-I-N, at gmail.com. Guys, hit us up. Let us know what you think. NFL season gets started underway on Thursday. Uh, We'll be back next week with our picks for week one. And I think this is going to be a very exciting season. Mm -hmm. Be a a good brother. Wait, I want to close one thing before we officially close. Close. Okay. The official close. Some nonsense. Some some nonsense. Go ahead. So this is for the ladies. So ladies, it is the month of September. So from September to February, your man will be unavailable on Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, and Thursday night. Put that in perspective because, you know, it's your man's time. Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, Thursday night. It's football season. We love you. We love our, we love our women. Um, learn the game. You know, come and learn the game because I know a lot of women during this time are like, oh, great. Football season. Oh, gosh. But this is our time of the year. Allow us to enjoy it. It goes from September to February. Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, Thursday night. All the other days are available, but those times yeah. allow them for your for your man who loves football. That's all. Thank all you. right. You heard it from John. Be a good brother. Be a good sister. You guys take care. Peace. <laughs>